Are you thinking about buying or selling a home or are a real estate professional and want to keep up with what's happening with our Twin Cities news, market, stats, and trends? Then come hang out with us for a little while. Hi, I'm Kirk Duckwall and welcome to the Twin Cities Real Estate Show. For those listening on AM 950, glad to have you here. And for those watching online, please remember to like and subscribe to our channel and videos. As always, we have all of our free offerings, classes, and more at TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. There you can download our free home buyer and seller guides as well as the BRICS report. We got the new one coming out here in just a matter of weeks. Some great uh, predictions and stats in there. Um, also, we have free CE for realtors on there uh, that you can register for. So again, TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. So today, a little bit diff- different of a show, we're going to be talking about plumbing do's and don'ts after we kind of go over our weekly rundown of the stats. So I'd like to welcome back Ben Greilanger. Thank you for coming in. For sure. And our guest today, Ed Brazeman, Lake State Plumbing. Thank you for having me. So where's the market stats today? <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll get that part covered. A, I was going to say, there's a lot of stuff that I can do. That's definitely not one of them. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, we'll get into the market stats, come back to you in a few minutes. Um, but yeah, kind of want to cover some of the news that we're seeing because we're actually starting to see some big movement here in the Twin Cities market. It's taken a little while, and a lot of that has to do with the snow that we've been getting. Surprise. Yes. Yeah, surprise, surprise that our market is somewhat dependent on weather. Um, We know that as as we look at the seasonal movement, but we've definitely, with this heavy snow year, uh, have have seen some pretty big impact uh, with like the showings per week per listing average. So normally when we come out of that uh, New Year's timeline, we double in showing pace here in the Twin mm-hmm. Cities. It goes from like an average listing getting like 2.5 showings in a week uh, to five, almost overnight. Well, we didn't see that this year. It took a few weeks for it to pick back mm-hmm. up. So it was over Christmas week, I think it was about 2.6, something like that. And then we went to that 3.6 the following week, but during that timeline, I know we mentioned before, that was when we had that big snowstorm, right? The three yeah. days of snow. And then we also had the Monday observed holiday as well. So that was actually some good signs, but it still took a little while longer. So we finally did get up to a 5.6. I just ran that today as we're recording this uh, as to that showing activity. So the market is really clipping along. And, and as realtors, you probably would notice that difference as you shift from a three into a four. And as we go from that five into a six, you're going to start to see that multiple offers starting to pick back up. And that's normal for this time of year. We're recording in January. So for those sellers listening out there and you're like, oh, I'm going to wait until it's spring and I'll put my house on the market because I got that really pretty garden. If you wait until it's green, you're going to miss out on some green. You want to supply and demand. You want to be on the market with your nice house when the number of homes that are on the market are at kind of the lowest point. And so we know historically the highest um, prices received are like the week of March 12th. So if you really do want to capitalize on the spring market, and I would say I I would rather be on the market as it's coming up than as it's going down. Because it's hard to predict exactly when it's going to peak. peak. So yeah, you want to be on that upswing. and Yeah, it's just so much easier to plan that the market will run into you than trying to chase it. 
So, um, yeah, 5.6 on the showing activity. As far as new listings in the marketplace, yeah, we pretty stable. Uh, was at an 814 to a 772, so a little bit of a drop. What's really funny is if you look at last year's numbers, it was almost identical sh- uh, listings, even though the market was way crazier, yeah. right? So it's like, uh, how, how was I thinking about it last night? The sellers are like the honey badger. They don't care what the market's doing, right? They're just going to follow what they're going to follow. But no, really, if you want to take advantage of, of maximizing price, hop in when we're seeing this slower listing activity mm-hmm. out here. Uh, pending sales... Um, on the rise was at a 391 uh, week of the seventh uh, up to 549. Again, very similar stats to where we saw last year. Uh, inventory of homes is continuing that spread up to a 21 percent, 21.3 percent higher uh, differential over last year. So we were at 6,060 listings up to 6,000. 111 in comparison to last year's 5,038. All of that said, though, historically low. Yeah. If we look back at where our inventory and and month supply was, you have to go back to like 2017 um, to uh, where we see similar similar rates. So market. Mm -hmm. A days on market. just looked at that the other day at 44 days average. Now, what I like to say about average uh, is, you know. 44 days, well, you're going to have those listings that sell in a week or three days. Hotcakes. Yep. And then you're going to have the ones that are on the market for 90 days or 120 days, right? Um, So you really want to look at how your market's performing, how the listings that are well presented are performing out there. So where does this all put our market meter? And that's that scale of, of how will you as a buyer or seller experience the marketplace? Big jump. This is the movement I'm talking about. Was it a 4.9, which is stable market? up to a 5.9 in one week. Still stable market range, but as soon as we cross six, we're into seller's market range. Mm -hmm. So we are seeing the the market making that movement back into seller's market. So um, good news for sellers out there. Buyers, well, you had November and December, so hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, Ed, I want uh, to introduce your company. Uh, So you're with Lake State plumbing. We have a couple minutes before the commercial break. Um, why don't you give us a little bit uh, of history about how you got, it sounded like you, you came from uh, like contracting background or your dad was in a contracting background or something? Actually, I, I started off, I was, uh, I cooked in kitchens for almost 20 years. Okay. And uh, one day I decided that it wasn't for me anymore. I had fell, fallen out of love with it. And I went back to how I grew up, which was you know, contracting and things like that, picked out the thing I loved the most, which was plumbing, and I went for it. That's so plumbing that you love the most, because I cannot tell you the anxiety being under a building and trying to sweat pipes has caused me. (laughs) There are certain downfalls in it, like there are for any profession, however. Uh, It's the thing I've always found the most interesting. It it always made the most sense to me. Yeah, I mean... what. 
I think you were saying when we were preparing for the show, you know, just like a, you know, just like a pipe fitter or whatever, you know, that, that a lot of people think of the, that that's what all that plumbers really do. But I watched like the engineering challenges you guys have to perform to do the things that homeowners or, or uh, commercial properties need. It's not easy. <laughs> no, it definitely has, uh, you know, certain, certain aspects of it that present a lot more challenges. Yeah. You know, it's not always so straightforward. It's a, it's a thinking game. There's Very no doubt, so. no doubt about it. I just had some people out to my house to put in a laundry tub and, and yeah, the whole plan changed just right in front of our eyes, how to get it there. So how long have you been in the business then? I see established 2018 for, for your company. Correct. So I have been a plumber for 10 and a half years. Okay. So yeah, started off at middle-aged, I guess what you would call it. Um, Transition. Uh, career shift. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whatever, whatever the <laughs> diplomatic way of saying that would be, but yeah. Um, and then just went out there and started running. I wore tennis shoes to work so that I could run as fast as the 18 year old kids now how does well, how does somebody ben i'm gonna cut you off oh, yeah, we got to take a commercial break here so again check out all of our past shows free offerings at twincitiesrealestateshow.com we'll be right back Kirk Duckwell here again with the Twin Cities Real Estate Show. Our local sponsors are Bricks Real Estate, Network Title, Eric Bloomstrand and Chad Preby with Bell Bank Mortgage, and James Tufson with the Preserve Group. When shopping for a mortgage, there is a formula to get the best rate. With the market today, knowing this formula is more important than ever. My name is Chad Preby with Bell Bank Mortgage. I have over 20 years experience in the mortgage industry and in home buying education. I'd like to share this useful tool with you to help you shop for your mortgage. You can find me at chadpreby.com or call me at 651-207-9274. Hello, my name is James Topson with the Preserve Group. Anyone can sell you insurance. However, is it going to be the insurance you need? When life surprises pop up, you want the right coverage. When it comes time to find or renew your policy, give me a call. I would love to review your existing policy and show you what I can do for you. You can email me at james at mypreservegroup.com or give me a call at 651-728-4334. Hi, I'm Kurt Duckwell with Bricks Real Estate and the Twin Cities Real Estate Show. Buying or selling a home is one of the biggest financial transactions people make. Before you make your next move, download our free smart home buyer or smart seller guides to give you the edge in our real estate market. From deal hunting to knowing the right repairs for maximizing value, these free guides have it all. Check them out and more at BricksTwinCities.com under publications. Welcome back to the Twin Cities Real Estate Show here on AM 950. And again, for those watching online, make sure you like and subscribe and check us out online at TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. There you can find our smart home buyer and our smart seller guides. And for real estate agents out there, we have turned both of those guides into CE classes. If you'd like to come check those out, uh, just go to TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com and click on the agent CE offerings. All right, so here, Ed Brazeman with lake state plumbing talking today a little bit about plumbing do's and don'ts thank you again for coming in today thank you for having uh me. ben i had to cut you off with no, like yeah, no. five seconds to go there on the coming out of the last oh, break baby. what question 
did you have? Yeah, I was, um, when you're getting into the field, um, obviously it is a complicated field that I think a lot of people don't really understand exactly what goes into the plumbing field. You know, what, what do you kind of see as things that people maybe misperceive or misunderstand about the plumbing field? There are certain intricacies involved that require foresight, and it is the foresight to pay attention to about every other trade involved mm-hmm. in you know building and maintenance and things like that to make sure that when we leave, everything flows properly, pun intended. You mean you can't do just like a terrible job and then just no. let the sheet rockers fix it like a lot of contractors? No, no. <laughs> and it's, you know, but it's even certain things like um, paying attention to the heights that you leave fixtures, the heights at which you put water piping, vents, things like that, and understanding that there are people that are going to come and work after you. Mm-hmm. And then there's the functionality aspect of it all. So paying attention to not basically, you know, pigeonhole the next person or the right. next set of people in whatever you're doing yeah. at the moment. Yeah, you got to kind of see yourself as that team, you know, energy going towards the remodel or whatever. So you're all working together towards that common goal. Very much so. And we, we work with buyers and sellers a lot, you know, you know, inspecting homes, kind of doing light inspections. Um, you know, what are certain things that you might want to advise somebody who's shopping for a house as their first time home? You know, what, what would you look for in regards to plumbing, you know, mm-hmm. good and bad? Turn on everything. Just turn on everything, mm. run everything, run everything almost to an obscene. Yeah. You know, uh, the pop-up rods on lavatory sinks, you know, mm-hmm. little yeah. things that nobody would ever think to go and touch mess with them see if the sink is does it drain properly is anything backing up do you see water coming out of the floor drain when you run the bathtub you know um run the garbage disposal the dishwasher if you're there looking at the house overall yeah sooner or later one of them it's going to be yours well why not be the proud owner of things that function or understand that certain things do not function properly and you can move forward with that premise yeah i usually try to like when I'm in the bathroom, I flush the toilet. You know, nobody's used it, but I just want to make sure it flushes and Absolutely. it fills back up again. For sure. I mean, you hit some some good points there. Is that kind of like your home buyer checklist for plumbing? Run, run all the water, pull Absolutely. the pull the sinks, Test everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, turn turn on your dryer. Does it get hot? Yeah. You know, I mean, things that if I come in and you know we install any kind of fixtures, um, what I do afterwards is testing. But I test things after installation to an obscene. I instruct the people who work with me to be meaner to things than any home buyer or a homeowner would be, <laughs> knowing that by the time we leave the duress they put on it is nothing compared to what I just did to it. Yeah. You right. Know? So if it lives through what I do to it, testing it, you know, everyday use is gonna be a breeze. Now, one of the most common things that we come across is like low water pressure. Uh as, as a concern, right? Because if, when you are testing everything, you get up to that second yeah. floor and it's like, whoop. Um, but you, you had made a statement to me as we were kind of prepping for the show about the aerator just right on the sink. Like, oh, wait, it could just be that. And, and a lot of the times it is. Um, granted, I run into a lot of water flow issues, you know, drainage flow issues that become greater. However, um, I generally make, you know, kind of the concern over the phone when people are trying to spot out a service call with me saying, have you checked your aerator? Are you able to unscrew it from the faucet and just see if that's the holdup? Um, I do have people who have the ability to do it from time to time who 
unfortunately <laughs> for you know them calling and taking their time, but fortunately for them that it's not upon the service call, they are able to take off the aerator. There are obstructions in there. They can clear them, and they're understanding that that's the issue. So right. I like those calls sometimes. You know. Now, if it, that's not the case, is there kind of a place where people can start? Because I know I've heard, oh, well, replace all the... All the verticals, you know, if, it's, if somebody has galvanized or something like that, mm-hmm. or is it as simple as maybe just replacing an elbow or something at the water heater? Is there kind of a checklist on, on how to tackle that? Because that can be a big project. A lot of them are situational, unfortunately. Yeah. If we have an overall poor water flow issue, um, and depending on if it's first floor, second floor, you know, then I would spec out kind of the reality of the situation whatever it is that I can tell from testing. Because if I go to a second floor bathroom, we have poor water flow, but the first floor has excellent water flow, then I have to you know, say, okay, so it's not your verticals and horizontals serving the first floor. We have some sort of an issue in the water pipe fittings as they move to the second story, which unfortunately puts us inside of walls. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, do, I do try my hardest I, not to completely demolish you know, people's walls and things if we don't have to. My my biggest goal is I I instruct people that work with me, um, and I hold it very close, that treat it as if it's your house. Treat it as if it's your, you know, your mom's house or your sister's house. Would you like somebody to come into your, you know, family's home and go, I'm just going to brutalize the walls and the ceilings? and when, Or would you prefer that somebody cut out a nice section and said, from here, I can, you know, weave this PEX water piping in. We're going to be, you know, as little carnage as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how often have you come up with water pressure things of, like, the the shutoffs underneath that just aren't fully open? Sometimes I've seen that with, it's like, <laughs> yes. oh, you just have to open just, them fully. <laughs> I just had one. The guy, we went and we roughed in uh, three bathrooms, uh, main floor laundry room in the kitchen, and everything was perfect they had to have an electrician come in after us for the uh washer and dryer to have outlets in because it was a new location Mm -hmm. and i got a call afterwards that said that they had an offer on the table everything was good but water wasn't getting to the washing machine and i said well when we left obviously i tested everything and all that i said and i hooked up an extension cord to the washer and dryer just to make sure that everything fired properly but you need outlets. And then it came to that the electrician had actually turned everything off, pulled the machines out in order to do his work, mm. and never turned them back on when he slid oh. the machines back in place. <laughs> so I was happy yeah. that that was the case because you know, you're working with like finished sheetrock yeah. walls and ceilings, which is not a place you want to be. Yeah, don't want to redo that. <laughs> no, no, especially if somebody just goes, oh, I didn't connect that line inside the sheetrock ceiling, and you yeah. go, that is borderline horrible. So we, <laughs> we try not to do that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Did uh, do you do you ever see anything that's like kind of Minnesota specific that you run across as as, as for issues or things people? I mean, immediately I think of like water shutoffs, or frozen pipes. Yeah. By and in weird spots that have a little cold breeze that yeah. freezes up. Well, and you a lot of houses, especially in older sections of the Twin Cities, um, the basement walls. You know, the the structure overlaps the basement wall. So what you get are chases that would be, you know, outside of the basement, the foundation, Mm -hmm. at which point you're dealing with breezy rim joists 
And of course, back when these houses were built, none of them were properly insulated, especially now that we have closed cell insulation. I mean, come on, you yeah. know, newspapers are not good yeah, proper insulation. <laughs> I, I admire the fact that there sometimes is newspaper because yeah. a lot of them we have nothing. But um, with the invent of the insulation that we have available to us now, understanding that when things freeze and nobody's understanding why it's, a you know, I stick my arms up inside of the chases and I have a full understanding. So with water pipe replacement, unfortunately, I have to also kind of give a suffix of let's go ahead and talk to somebody about getting everything insulated properly for you. Mm -hmm. um, you were mentioning that, that one of the things that you come across um, is like old water mains and crusty water mains and, and how people don't really pay attention to that. They're, you know, they're not, they're not focusing necessarily on the proper things. You know, they're, they're all worried about the, the laundry tub faucet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of the time it's things that people can put their hands on that they're using or looking at every single day that becomes more of a priority than something that may be a bit more pertinent, such as your water main until you want a different laundry faucet and my crew and I walk in to replace that laundry faucet where I have to shut off the water main. And now we've come to the understanding <laughs> that you have original gate valves on your water main that do not operate, that have bad packing at the point where we get in and things have been leaking or unfortunately I'm the first guy to touch it in 50, 60 <laughs> yeah. years. And then once I touch it and it just moves an inth or I look at it wrong, now it's, now <laughs> yeah. it's leaking and now it's we got dripping. another project. <laughs> and yeah, and unfortunately I then have to address that because it becomes much more of a pertinent issue yeah. once we've touched it and now it's very visibly leaking. There's no way I can leave anybody that yeah, way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's something I don't see a whole lot of in inspectors addressing is is like the age of a water main or what types of, I, I will see the, you know, hey, it, it's got some corrosion or hey, it's got a leak. These, these segments always go by so fast. We got to take another commercial break. When we come back, I want you to give your best plumbing story that you got in our last couple of minutes. Check us out online, TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. We'll be right back. Not every title company is the same. There are many people involved with each real estate transaction and all of them need to be in the loop or a closing may get delayed. This is why the people at Network Title strive to provide swift scheduling and communication between the buyers, sellers, agents, and lenders. We know moving can be stressful, however your closing does not need to be. Check us out online at network-title.com. Hello, my name is James Topson with the Preserve Group. Anyone can sell you insurance. However, is it going to be the insurance you need? When life surprises pop up, you want the right coverage. When it comes time to find or renew your policy, give me a call. I would love to review your existing policy and show you what I can do for you. You can email me at james at mypreservegroup.com or give me a call at 651-728-4334. When shopping for a mortgage, there is a formula to get the best rate. With the market today, knowing this formula is more important than ever. My name is Chad Preby with Bell Bank Mortgage. I have over 20 years experience in the mortgage industry and in home buying education. I'd like to share this useful tool with you to help you shop for your mortgage. You can find me at chadpreby.com or call me at 651-207-9274.
back to the Twin Cities Real Estate Show. Again, check us out online at TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. There you can submit show questions, suggestions, download our free guides, uh, find out about our upcoming classes, and so much more. Again, I'd like to thank uh, Ed Brazeman, Lake State Plumbing, for coming in today. Um, real quick, before you get into your favorite story, if uh, people want to reach out to you, how's the best way to, for them to get in contact with you? Oh, uh, telephone number to our office is 651-230-6676. Um, you can also email us at uh, lakestateplumbing at gmail.com. Nice and e- easy. Perfect. Got the Gmail. Okay. All right. So favorite plumbing story. You got two minutes. <laughs> the, my, my favorite one to do overall was um, I got contracted to uh, do the plumbing for a house made of shipping containers. Um, the shipping containers were, I mean, you know, brought in by semi-trucks. They were parked out. It's out on 24th and Irving in North Minneapolis. Okay. Um, I had, How many of them? Like four? I think it's four. Five, five all together wow. yeah because they stacked i believe it was four of them are stacked so two high two wide yep. but then there's a smaller shipping container that made kind of a living room bump out and so in the end the design is beautiful hmm. um but being that it was brand new we had to take the route of new construction which was as soon as they you know had it excavated and they went and put in the uh basement walls i was in there with a laser level, you know, understanding what finished grade would be and utilities stubbed through and all that. So from zero all the way to a completely finished product. And it was the first one that was built from zero that I know of in Minnesota. And we we got to do some really fun stuff in there. It was the first time I ever got to use a plasma cutter. I was gonna say, how did you cut through all those Which all that metal? <laughs> I, I highly recommend it if you ever wanna <laughs> if you ever wanted to own a lightsaber and just be a big huge kid, that is the greatest way to do it. It's you it's a laser that cuts through steel like butter. Oh, just like God. handheld? Yeah. It's it's a little it's hooked up to this like box and the guys one of the guys it was his and he goes you guys can use my plasma cutter and you know okay sweet (laughs) and and i had never used one one of the guys who works for me uh he was a welder and he was like i know what this is and i'm like okay we're gonna do this well that that sounds like an awesome house to build love to hear more about it after the show but uh for everybody watching we got to get going check us out see all of our past shows at twincitiesrealestateshow.com Thank you again, both of you, for coming in. Thanks. Thank you. See you all next week. People always ask realtors, what is your commission? But what they should be asking is, what is your rate of return? Commissions only vary by a couple of percent from agent to agent. However, the price per square foot you get just based on their experience and the quality of marketing they use can vary by 10% or more. At Bricks Real Estate, our agents use the right marketing and have the experience to get you top dollar for your house. See what we can do for you at BricksTwinCities.com. Not every title company is the same. There are many people involved with each real estate transaction and all of them need to be in the loop or a closing may get delayed. This is why the people at Network Title strive to provide swift scheduling and communication between the buyers, sellers, agents, and lenders. We know moving can be stressful, however your closing does not need to be. Check us out online at network-title.com.
Don't forget to check us out online anytime at TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. There you can find all of our past shows, our weekly market updates, along with the latest and greatest searching and researching tools and our free publications to include the Smart Home Buyer Guide and the Smart Seller Guide, along with the BRICS Report. All of these free for you. If you have any real estate questions, please feel free to give us a call, 651-303-0019. Again, 651-303-0019. Happy to help answer any of your real estate questions or assist with your real estate needs.